You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I hope you are ready for some fun and some lighthearted conversation here today on Locked On Kings. I'm going to be joined by Jay Mars as the two of us are going to go through the Sacramento Kings roster, look at each one of these Kings players and their skill sets, and try and decide what other sport or what other position in a, in a major sport would they excel at if they didn't play professional basketball. Let's have some fun here on today's episode of the Locked On Kings podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Locked On Kings, your hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season, all off season. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December. Yes, that includes during these periods where the NBA season has been suspended because of a global pandemic. We planned ahead. We knew this was coming. I wish I could say that was the case, but we're battling through it. You are in the right place uh, to get you through and still get your Sacramento Kings and NBA content part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for over the last five years. This was my sixth season covering the Kings as an on-air host and a multimedia journalist and reporter. And yes, it's been over a month since the season has shut down. As of now, if things were normal, we would be in the early stages of the opening round of the playoffs. The regular season would have wrapped up by now. And who knows, would the Kings be playing in the playoffs right now or would their season have been over. We just don't know, and maybe we'll get that question. Maybe we'll get the opportunity uh, for the NBA to resume at some point, but as of right now, it's not looking like that is going to be the case. If you listened last week, I did a episode um, of the Lockdown Kings podcast where I I shared an article that was written by Sam Amick from The Athletic where he talked about the uh, the optimism amongst league officials that they'll be able to resume and somehow uh, complete this regular season uh, and complete these 2020 NBA playoffs, although we won't be getting any information really until May 1st at the absolute earliest. So stuff uh, is still up in the air, and for continued fantastic coverage, of the NBA, of all these teams and how they're handling the situation, check out all the Locked On uh, Podcast Network shows uh, and content that is out there. Look, I understand that Locked On Kings uh, might be your hub and you need to keep it that way to make sure you keep coming back to Locked On Kings as much as possible. Uh, But to get you through this time, to kill some of that free times, and to keep getting that news that you need, the Locked On Podcast Network is fantastic. So listen to our national shows. Listen uh, to the Locked On NBA show. If you're a fantasy basketball guy, Josh Lloyd of Locked On Fantasy Basketball has been putting together fantastic content. You have Chad Ford's NBA Big Board. That's part of the, uh, the Locked On Podcast Network, rejecting the screen, uh, the screen as well. So many great shows uh, for you to listen to and be a part of here uh, on the Locked On Podcast Network to help get you through. But always remember to return uh, to Locked On Kings, where you truly got plugged in, uh, and for the best coverage on your Sacramento Kings that you will get anywhere. However, today is a day for fun and hypothetical and nonsensical content. So I got to get another sports radio head in here. Jay Mar is going to be joining me in just a second as we go through this Kings roster and decide which other sports would Sacramento Kings players excel at. That's coming for you in just a second. But before we get to that, I want to let you know that this episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is sponsored by Postmates. 
From an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12-pack of beers, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. And that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. Check this out. I didn't even have to leave my house the other day. Over the weekend, I was chilling at home, trying to stay safe, trying to quarantine myself. I go out and go to the studio every single day during the week, so I try to make sure I stay home as much as possible during the weekends. But my wife and I were running desperately low on our toilet paper. And check it out. I know toilet paper is hard to get right now, but thanks to Postmates, I was able to get some. I ordered it through Postmates, and they brought it to me. It was incredible. I was so surprised that I was going to be able to get toilet paper from Postmates, and they brought it right to my door. So very thankful to Postmates for that. So no more trips to the store. No more late-night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDONNBA. That's code LOCKEDONNBA, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A, on one word, for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Last week on the Locked on Kings podcast, I had the pleasure of speaking with Sacramento Republic FC striker Cameron Iwasa, who happens to be a diehard Sacramento Kings fan. And one of the things I asked him is, which Sacramento King does he feel would make a good soccer player? Now, he gave me his answer, which you can go back to that uh, interview and listen to right now. But that got me thinking, why not go through the majority of this Sacramento Kings roster and look at these players and decide what sports or what other than basketball sporting events they would be best at. It could be anything from organized team sports like Major League Baseball, NHL hockey, NFL football, to individual sports like tennis, even uh, track and field, things like that. Uh, So in order to do this properly... I felt like I needed to have a a well-rounded sports mind with me. So I brought in my friend, my partner, my co-worker at Sports 1140 KHDK. He is the producer and one of the voices that you'll hear on Sports 1140's morning show, The Drive. It is Jay Mars back with me. Jay, when there isn't any sports to talk about, damn it, we make up our own topics like Kings playing other sports. So a couple couple things, first of all. Well-rounded, you really scraped the bottom of the barrel and came up with me, I see. And uh, apologies to all the listeners out there who go from Cameron Wasp last week to me that's quite the drop off but hey here happy to do it let's have some fun i mean you are playing as much soccer right now as cameron iwasa this is a fun fact so how about that right right now you are just as much of a soccer player as cameron iwasa <laughs> we all are just as much of a soccer player or nba player as the rest of the Kings. so are right now. what you're saying is i am just as good as marvin bagley De'Aaron fox because we're all playing the same amount of basketball might, i like your logic you might be more healthy than both of them. That's very true. And that's not a dig. That's just <laughs> No, that's reality. just facts. I, and honestly, as we are already off the beaten path, but it got me thinking too with this period of time and, and this pause in the season, we don't know if it's going to be resuming or anything like that. But De'Aaron Fox was playing significantly banged up. We know Marvin Bagley basically said he wasn't going to play until he was completely healthy. 
this might be a godsend for some of these kings right now who are honestly hobbling. Bogdan Bogdanovich has been dealing with injuries as well. Well, we talked about it on the uh, morning show in that sense, is if the NBA at some point returns to either finish out the regular season or they come up with some weird playoff um, scenario, wouldn't the Kings be a team that would really benefit from that? Because you have to imagine by now Marvin is, if he's not fully recovered, he's close to it. I hope so. I mean, I would hope this would be a time for Bogdan and De'Aaron because they had nagging injuries, like you said, kind of heal up a little bit. You know, De'Aaron has a haircut, so he might be just a tad bit faster. I don't know. The Kings could uh, the Kings could actually really benefit from this quarantine, although they don't really get any time to practice with each other, so that could also throw it off but that's not what we're here to talk about today we on, honestly though you brought up De'Aaron's haircut I haven't talked about De'Aaron's haircut oh, yet dude. here on the Locked on Kings podcast and honestly I gotta be honest with you I'm a little worried you said it might make him a little bit faster I'm worried he's gonna lose some of his power with you think that he's haircut. gonna be a little more fragile it looks good I'm not saying it looks bad but that the De'Aaron Fox hair is iconic but be honest with me does he not look like he is 10 he looks a lot younger he looks like he is 10 he put a video out this morning of him um playing Madden and it's, you know, he's doing the video and because he's, I guess I'm just associating video game with youngster. Like, bro, it's a 10 year old. I swear to God, that guy cannot get into a club. He cannot drive. He can't do any of that. No, he's an NBA player. He can get into a club. He's not an NBA player. He's a 10 year old child on an AAU team. My favorite thing is if you watch his streams, he titles his streams online when he's playing video games. The title of his streams are I am currently unemployed, <laughs> which is just perfect for De'Aaron Fox. Whatever, he's got a paycheck. Well, let's start with De'Aaron Fox. How about that? Uh, because De'Aaron was one of the guys that Cameron Iwasa talked about as a potential uh, really good soccer player. Mm-hmm. And I actually agreed with Cameron. I, I've become a, a big fan of soccer. NBA and basketball will always be my m- number one. But with the Republic FC being here in Sacramento over the last uh, six, seven, eight years, uh, and just my understanding of the game overseas, how it's grown, I've fallen in love with the game of soccer and realized that soccer, like basketball, possesses a lot of different types of players and types of athletes that are really skilled in certain areas. So I thought about De'Aaron Fox's skill, his speed, uh, his athleticism, and I apply that and I see similarities to a, a w- someone who would be a winger uh, in soccer, someone who plays on the sides, they play speed, they're up and down the entire field, uh, and uh, they're mostly known for, they can score, uh, but they're known for assisting, crossing, uh, and setting up their teammates. I think that fits De'Aaron's uh, Skill set to a T. I think De'Aaron Fox would make a phenomenal winger. If he played, or if he grew up in any other country other than the United States, I think he would have been a professional soccer winger. Yeah, if I'm not looking at pro sports, right? Because uh, we, we're not necessarily just focused on pro sports. Not right? at all. I think in track and field, De'Aaron Fox running the 400 where he can get just a, you know, take it out the gates a little bit slowly and then pick up momentum going into that last 100. Nobody is faster than that dude. That dude would kill people in that event. I think De'Aaron Fox would have been a great track and field star. I, I, now, now I'm curious when we after we do this, I want to go back and see like what did these guys do in high school outside of the outside of basketball and see what they really excelled in because I think that would have been something he'd have been really good at. And that's a good point too because a lot of these a lot of these players are multi sport mm-hmm. athletes at least in high school. Oh yeah, get away with doing stuff like that. A lot of these guys are. And, and to be honest, I didn't do too much research about what 
uh, players had formerly played in certain positions. So I might be naming something like, I think Buddy Heald would be good here. And turns out he played that sport growing up. So we have no idea. But like, for example, we did know, I knew Willie Cauley-Stein, former Sacramento King. He was a high school wide receiver. Yeah. And you can see his athleticism on full display as a wide receiver. And you look at him, how he uh, how he would play in football and go, I'm surprised he didn't go the football route. Dude, I would love to see a seven-foot wide receiver in the NFL. That Now, that would be a sight to see because also Willie can jump really high. Mm-hmm. All you really have to do is just throw lobs up there to, hey, Willie, go get it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, De'Aaron, you, you brought up track and field. The other thing that I was thinking with De'Aaron uh, is I think, honestly, with his athleticism, I would love to see De'Aaron run a, a hurdles race, like a short yeah. hurdles race because he is he's he can athletic get through the roof. He can get up uh, and he can get right back down and, and get right back into full stride. So I think De'Aaron Fox would be an excellent track and field star as well. I'm going to go with soccer winger, though, and that transitions us over uh, to Buddy Heald. And Buddy Heald was, was difficult for me. I, I was stuck between two, uh, and I'm curious if either one of these is your answer or if you were going to bring something up altogether. But I'm thinking Buddy Heald's type of player. He is a skill position. Mm-hmm. He is uh, known for precision, shooting, things like that. So I was stuck between... A, a striker in soccer, it's your job just to be precise. You don't get too many opportunities to shoot, but when you do, you have to be clinical and make sure you tuck it away and score. Or an MLB pitcher, which is a very skilled position, requires a lot of precision. That one I felt was a little little iffy, but I don't know. An MLB pitcher, I think, would be interesting for Buddy Heald. So I went MLB as well, but I didn't go pitcher. Because he's such a three-point specialist, I always equate that to a baseball home run. I think Buddy Heald would be a great DH that would hit about... 219, but also hit like 54 home runs and 119 RBIs a year. Ooh. And that would be his sole focus is Buddy Longball. No more Buddy Buckets. Buddy Longball, DHing for the Oakland A's after Chris Davis retires, a home run hitting specialist. You think Buddy's a power hitter, huh? I oh, like yeah, it. dude. Buddy's swole, dude. He is big. Buddy's got some. Buddy, Buddy can hit the ball. I guarantee you. And he has such a work ethic, and he would totally just hone in on doing that. I think Buddy Hill would be a great MLB DH. And that makes sense, too, because talk about skill and precision. Last time I checked, Hitting a 95-mile-per-hour fastball is a very difficult thing to do it is. with a, a, a baseball bat, which is essentially a stick of wood. Mm-hmm. Like That takes a lot of precision to do that. So you may be onto something. Buddy Hield is a power hitter. I'm sticking with MLB for the next one for Harrison Barnes because Harrison Barnes is such a steady, such a consistent presence. I put him as an MLB second baseman. He's just that really? guy that he just plays defense. He's there day in, day out. He's steady. He's consistent. He's not going to hit a lot of home runs. He's not going to get a lot of base hits. His batting average will be probably the mid, mid-200s, 250, something like that. Every once in a while, he'll go yard, and you'll be like, yay, that's a t- equivalent of a 20-point Harrison game. Barnes is Scott Spezio. Kind of. <laughs> honestly, kind of. But he's just that consistent, everyday guy that you can rely on. That's Harrison Barnes. Dude, to me, Harrison Barnes has that old-school, like, 1970s, 1980s tight end body for football. So Ooh. I actually have Harrison Barnes as an NFL tight end. Ooh, I like that. Would he be a good blocker? I think he would be an average blocker, but I think he'd be a very good receiving tight end. Mm. Because, again, his length, his athleticism, and his height will make it very hard for opposing defenses. Again, if you throw the ball high, he can go up there and get it. All right, so you have Harrison Barnes as a uh, tight end, and I have Harrison Barnes as an MLB second baseman. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Bogdan Bogdanovich, what do you think? Oh, see, this one is tough because Bogdan is, like, sneaky athletic, but he's not, like, a superstar athlete. So I'm always trying to say, like, what is the best sport where you get guys that are just kind of sneaky athletic? And I always just fall back to baseball because I think baseball players get clowned on for not being, like, 
athlete athletes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus I mean I think Bogdan is a better athlete than most baseball players, but point still remains he's the guy that's a second baseman. You know what I mean? But he would be that would be his primary position, but because Bogey can do so many things, he's a utility player. Bogey can get you second base. Bogey's like your fourth emergency catcher. Bogey can play in the outfield mm-hmm. if you need to. If you're down eight and just want to get out of an inning, you give the ball to Bogdan <laughs> pitch. to pitch and get out. I think Bogdan is a utility player in baseball. Bogey can play all nine positions, yes. you tell me. Yes, he is a and he'd be a five-tool athlete, but he wouldn't be great in any particular part of baseball. He'd just be good at everything. Mm. He hits like 270, 22 home runs, 68 RBIs, has a good fielding percentage, and again, you can just play him anywhere. See, I don't know if this is this is true or not, but I think I think Bogdan Bogdanovich would be a really good golfer. Like, he just strikes me okay. as someone who, because he's very dedicated to his craft, he hates losing, he's very individually motivated, like there is nobody harder on themselves than Bogdan Bogdanovich is. Bogey is not afraid of everybody else's criticism because he's more afraid of his own. Like, right. He's he's very open about it. He'll he'll put his hand up immediately when he says, I screwed up, I did something wrong. He holds himself accountable, and that that's required in golf. So I feel like Bogey would be a great golf guy. Yeah. My fallback is a, a soccer midfielder because it's a very well-rounded position. You do a lot of things, you can score, you can pass, uh, you're running a lot, you're the workhorse. Uh, so I think he could be a great midfielder, but I think Bogey would be a fantastic golfer. Yeah, I could totally see Bogey on like the 16th hole on Augusta at the Masters after like just blowing a, a par, like chucking his uh, putter, snapping it over his leg and just cursing. And but he do it, but he do it with a smile on his face because that's Bogey. Yeah, exactly. And then just sit there and all his like post uh, match interviews, just like really down on himself, even though he had like actually a pretty decent game. This next one was difficult for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have you go first on this one again. I I would have thought Marvin Bagley would have been like something would have jumped ahead immediately, but I was thinking about Marvin Bagley and I was honestly struggling to go. That's the perfect fit for him. What do you think? Volleyball. Oh, that's good. Right there at the net because Marvin has that second jump. You oh, know what I mean? God. Marvin would be a terrific volleyball player. Wow, you actually that's. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I can't top that. The only two that I came up with was jumping between between NFL wide receiver, which feels like a bit of a cop-out because a lot of these NBA players would say, oh, I'd be an NFL wide receiver. Uh, and then I, I put him also as like an MLB left fielder because he's athletic. Really? Uh, he can cover a lot of ground. He can he can actually – he is pretty fast when he is able to get going. Uh, and I, I I don't know. He just he looks like a taller Chris Davis. He's he looks like the, taller he could, Chris. He could Davis. have that build to mash. I think honestly, I think Marvin Bagley could be a good baseball player. But volleyball, I, yeah. nothing tops volleyball to me. Honestly, I think that's perfect. Rashawn Holmes might be another good volleyball. Oh, player. Rashawn Holmes would be a great volleyball player. I had him as either an NFL wide receiver yeah. or a cornerback. I See, think he'd be a great cornerback. I think too. he'd be a terrific cornerback. He's a great defensive player already. He already has a knack to find the ball. Oh man, could you imagine like if you're a cornerback trying to throw? it uh Rashawn Holmes dude come like, on <laughs> a massively tall Richard Sherman that's a lot yes, nicer exactly <laughs> Richard Sherman's nice yeah, well uh, I mean yes. he just speaks his mind yes Rashawn <laughs> is a little more reserved than that right. his mom will come and get him on Twitter which yeah, I love I, I like NFL cornerback for Rashawn though so I think I think we both agree on on cornerback for Rashawn Holmes what about Nemanja Bialica <sighs> Nemanja could be a golfer I could see him as a tight end yeah although he's a little slow for a tight end. But he's, he's somewhat agile. Somewhat. I just... Oh, so his... Uh, while you think about it, his agility, his surprise agility, uh, and his under... He's an underrated defender. He gets a lot of deflections, yeah. and he's, he, he takes up a lot of space. And I just love this image of Bielitsa on skates, 
So an NHL <laughs> defender. Okay, now that would, I could get with. He would blow somebody up. Dude, because Nemanja, like, has a very, like, underscore to him of goonness. You know what I mean? Like, Nemanja is not going to go out there and, like, be the guy that's going to go just hard foul to hard foul. But Nemanja, if he feels like it, he will definitely slip an elbow in. He will knock someone on their ass if he needs to. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can go with hockey player for I really, sure. I like, the, I like the idea of someone just trying to get the, uh, just control the puck on the boards and be late. So just, dude, and they're, they're gone. Because what, Belly is 6'10", 6'11". I think, yeah, 6'10". Dude, if you're on an NHL rink and Nemanja throws off the helmet and the gloves and is ready to throw down with you, are you throwing down with Nemanja Bielitsa? I'm not. I'm skating right to the penalty box and closing the door. Like, Like, not. You're good, bro. (laughs) I'll take the five minutes. You can stay out there. I don't even care. I'm just going to save myself. Bielitsa is an NHL defender. I like the idea of it. Kent Bazemore. Man. Very smart. Very athletic. Just a good dude. Right. I feel like... I almost feel like Kent Bazemore is the guy that you could plug into any pro sport and be like, yeah, Kent Bazemore could carve out a niche here. And he'd be a captain. <laughs> yes, absolutely. At 6'6", he's big enough to be an NFL receiver. Mm-hmm. And again, you're right. He's athletic enough to do it. He's also, like again, a very smart player. He could definitely be a baseball player. I could see Kent Bazemore. Again, he's another guy that could be a utility guy. But he could also pitch. You know what I mean? He has that knack for both. I could see Kent Bazemore being a hockey player. You, you know what I mean? Kent Bazemore could play hockey. Kent Bazemore could golf. Kent Bazemore could have been a great amateur wrestler. You know what I mean? Literally, pick a sport. I guarantee you Kent Bazemore was that guy as a kid and all throughout high school that like excelled in every sport and had choices of what to do and what sport he wanted to play. Yeah, NFL wide receiver was the first one that came to mind, but I, I agree with you completely. You could plug him into almost anything. I think Kent Bazemore would be a great soccer player. He probably would. Yeah, actually, he absolutely would. I wonder if he'd be a good golfer, too. Yeah, I'm sure ten- Kent Bazemore is a golf game that we don't know about. Tennis player, things like that. Bogdan Bogdanovich might be a good tennis player, too. I think he plays tennis, but I'm not sure. Maybe, I, I, maybe I'm maybe i just guessing. I that. like how with Bogey and Belly, we pick sports that have predominantly Caucasian people. <laughs> golf. Oops. Hockey. Tennis. Oops. My bad. How about Harry Giles? Harry Giles. Harry is so ferocious, man. Like I see Harry on the NFL field. I, do too. I really do, dude. Harry is ferocious enough to me. If he were to, you know, get in the, if he fills out a little more, he could be a linebacker, dude. Harry is definitely a guy that sees the quarterback with the wall, with the ball, and wants to put them into the ground. I like that idea. I understand that idea. I picked NFL too, and I think I'm just going off of a very base cop out based off his passing ability. But with his passing ability and his personality. I think Harry Giles would be a phenomenally fun NFL quarterback. Oh, for sure. Really fun. Oh, God, yeah, dude. Harry would be the easiest quarterback in the world to cheer for, by the way. Oh, my God. Every time Harry threw the ball in the end zone or ran the ball in the end zone, the team could be 2-14 and and people would still lose it. Yeah, and he'd be the next... Cam Newton, in the sense to come up with, like Cam Newton came up with a dab that took the world by mm-hmm. storm, hit that NFL uh, touchdown celebration. I feel like Harry Giles would implement something Dude, himself. I already could see Harry Giles' celebration. He takes off the helmet. And you know when Harry makes that look and he starts nodding his head yes at the crowd, like, I hear you, I see you every touchdown. If he took off his helmet and started looking at the crowd and nodding that head yes, 
trying to tell you, stadium is going ballistic. Yeah, I like the idea of it. All. So would he be a, would he be a pocket passer or a scrambler? You think? Um, I think Harry is so like you see how good he is passing the ball in the NBA. I guarantee you, Harry would stay in the pocket. And I just think so too. Precision passing, and I, I don't think he'd get too too overwhelmed and too nope. worried about. Uh, and good luck bringing him down too. He's a he's a pretty big dude. Yeah. Uh, finally, the last one. Uh, m- one of my favorite players to watch. I I admire him so much just because there there will be times where he'll go two weeks without playing and then he'll come in for a game and he'll give you 10 points in eight minutes and that's Yogi Ferrell. I love what (laughs) Yogi Ferrell brings. I think Yogi Ferrell could play a lot of different sports regardless of his size. He could play soccer. Uh, He could could definitely be in track and field. But I think Yogi has the perfect build uh, and is the perfect type of player to be an N- or MLB center fielder. Dude, you took the words right out of my mouth. I said, yo, I was about to say, Yogi Ferrell is leading off playing center field. Yep. He is leading the league in stolen bases. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's going to hit around 260, but he'll have a great on-base percentage. He'll walk a lot. You know what I mean? He'll be very patient at the plate. Yeah, I have Yogi as my starting center fielder leading off. So there you go. Those are 10 Sacramento yeah. Kings. Of course, there are no players on the roster. What- Bonus question. John Salmons. Oh God. Uh I actually like John. I do too. Um what other sport could John have played? Because I don't remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't remember John Salmons being that athletic. I just remember him being skilled. That's why I think John Salmons would be an ideal curler in the Olympics. <laughs> curler. Because curling is no athleticism, all skill. Hmm. Okay. I can see that. Oh, and one more for Harry Giles that I think he'd be good at boxing. <laughs> Ooh, Harry Giles would be a great boxer. Or a great he's got fighter the he's general. got the reach. He's got the tenacity. He's got the smarts to be a skilled fighter. Is Harry Giles out of the entire Kings roster? Is Harry Giles most likely to be a uh, 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 MMA fighter, UFC? On the entire roster, Who I mean, would be a good UFC <laughs> fighter on the on the. On the King, who's got right. a mean streak on the Kings? Roster? All right, I'll give you this. Here's a UFC fight. You tell me who wins: Harry Giles or Nemanja Bjelica? Ooh, I think Harry wins, but Nemanja looks like he could take some shots. That's what I'm saying. Nemanja, if Harry wins, Nemanja definitely messes him up a little bit, though. If, if Nemanja gets to the ground, Nemanja has the advantage. But a stand-up game, I'd give to Harry Giles. But that's the thing: is Nemanja looks like he's got a chin. I think it would take <laughs> multiple shots to drop Nemanja Bjelica. So in 20 minutes, we've decided that we're gonna have a UFC fight between Nemanja and Harry when everything gets back, and that John Salmons is a great curling um, potential star. This is the content that you want, and this is the reason you listen to the Locked on Kings podcast, to get stellar analysis Oh, my God, we need sports back. (laughs) That that is Jay Mars. My name is Matt George. We've had a lot of fun here on the Locked on Kings podcast today. Jay, thank you so much for joining me for this hypothetical, fun conversation. Hopefully next time I have you back on in the near future, we'll actually have legitimate sports and legitimate games to talk about please because i don't want to do hey which movies would king's players have excelled in <laughs> who would play bogdan bogdanovich in a movie about his life Ooh, could, that's a good question you could answer that question on your own time we gotta go thanks jay
Jay and I had a lot of fun recording that segment for you here on Locked On Kings today. Obviously hypothetical, kind of goofy, up in the air content. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you want to join the conversation, be a part of the conversation, if you think that we missed something, a Kings player would be really good at this sport or in this position in a professional sport, let us know. You can reach me on Twitter at MattGeorgeKHDK. You can also email me at any time, mgeorge at sacklocalmedia.com. Again, be sure to check out the fantastic content on the Locked On Podcast Network to help get you through these tough times. And be sure to return for the next episode of Locked On Kings. Got a lot more fun content coming for you this week on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, we're really trying to revisit some of the best moments from this season uh, for our specific teams. So we'll look at some of the best moments from this season for the Sacramento Kings at some point here this week on the Locked On Kings Podcast. So hopefully you will return and join me for that. Also, if you have a second to leave a review for this podcast, best place to do that is on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Please take the time to do that. There are like 45% of you uh, that listen on iTunes that have not left a review yet. And those reviews uh, help us grow as a podcast, help me as a podcast host, and help attract new listeners. So if you have the time to do that, if you haven't already, uh, please do. I really would appreciate it. It only takes a couple of minutes. Until next time, my name is Matt George. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I can't wait to have you join me for the next episode of the Locked On Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.